Comic Book Characters is an uncensored podcast. You can follow the Comic Book Characters podcast on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. We're also on Twitter at Twitter handle CB Characters, and you can also email us at cbcharacters at gmail.com. Well, I was reading ingredients, asking myself, should I eat this? I was so, so started starving. I was scratching off silk. Hey, guys and gals out in the CBCU. It's Superfan Christine here, and on this week's issue of Comic Book Characters, it's Trailer Week. The guys discuss the Batman vs. Superman trailer, does this movie look promising, or is it as doomed as Lex Luthor's new wig? Then, on to previews of X-Men Apocalypse and TMNT. Finally, it's time to pull over and take a nice relaxing break over at Casting Corner and a slight visit over to Comic Cove. Welcome to another exciting issue of Comic Book Characters. Let's do it. Hey everyone out there in the CBCU, this is your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred, and as always, I'm joined with my gracious co-host with the most, Mm. the president and CEO of Snark Industries, the indelible, invincible, and yet oddly still invisible, Ignacio. (laughs) How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Actually, that's a lie. I'm doing okay. My car oh, broke yeah. down the other day. That's right. It was this whole thing. But uh, go on, thankfully... on Facebook if you want to see it. It's a hilarious <laughs> yeah. ten minute yeah, video those, that you posted. For those those out there in the CBCU that are friends with me personally on Facebook, uh, I did post a video about my little scenario. The good news is though is that Winnie is back home. Winnie is your now. car. Winnie Winnie Cooper, my Winnie the Mini Cooper. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Is my car, yeah. And uh, we'll we'll try to see what's uh, wrong with her uh, over the weekend. Uh, hopefully, it's not okay. too bad. At least but. Winnie's home, and that's Winnie, that's all Winnie's that matters. home, just like Han and Chewie, she's home. Oh, nice. You gonna go? Are you you're going opening night to Star Wars? Uh, t- well, technically, if you say opening night is Friday, when it's technically when the movie does come out, yes, but. It, you know, it, it, they do all the midnight screenings on Thursday. I'm not going to any of those. Yeah. I have a friend, uh, Drew, who's going to go do the uh, marathon. Husband? That's right. Yeah. Hubby. Um, part of my nerd crew. He's going to do the marathon where they show. Mm-hmm. He's gonna. I mean, I don't think he's going to. I don't think anyone can sit through all six of those movies, especially the first or the, the prequels. second three. Yeah, the yeah. prequels. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, but they're doing that here where you can go. and uh, They're probably doing that in San Antonio, too. I think some theater. Uh, you can go see all six. Mm-hmm. And then see, the, I, I see. I, I wouldn't want to do that. I'd be, I'd be so fatigued by the time the new one came out. The new one came out, I'd you would be excited. like, you wouldn't be able to enjoy it as much, right? I, no. and I, I'm with you on that. So what I've done, and this has also been really great because you know I've, my little sister Bianca had never seen the Star Wars films, any of them, and uh, I really feel like she's at that age now where she could really appreciate them. And so we've been watching all of them. We started with the original trilogy, you know, the good ones, and she loved them. Uh, then we watched uh, Phantom Menace, which she was like, eh, you know, she still liked it. But she was like, ah, it's a little, she was like, they talk a lot. <laughs> and it's, you know, because those are really political films, those prequel films. And oh, so boring. Um, and then we watched Attack of the Clones, which and she liked. Tyler Django. Perry's in... anyway. No, no, he's in Star Wars, my bad. I mean, Star Trek. Go ahead. Star Trek. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we watched Attack of the Clones, and she liked Django Fett quite a bit for some reason. What? And little little Boba Fett. Um and then uh, we're going to watch, actually, we're going to finish it off today, later today, uh, with uh, Revenge of the Sith. So uh, get her ready for next week when we eventually go see Star Wars. So you watched, you watched it in order of chronological chronological order from when it, when the movies came out? When they were released. Yeah, and that also like just... A, that seems like a weird move. Well, it's so also... I think most the, people do that. Because if you want to introduce someone to Star Wars, if you show them those, those prequels... Yeah, they're, they're no out. Gonna they're going to be out. Yeah, yeah. They'll be out. Yeah, she she really did like the original trilogy quite a bit. So, um, you know, and then, of course, 
I'll, what, I, what I might actually do is get her to do a, record her for her review of Force Awakens after we see it. Nice. Did you see that thing online that somebody posted? It was like the the proper way to watch the Star Wars movies, the order that's like most effective. Oh right, and it's like you jump around. It's not. It's yeah. Not any so you of the start three off with a, a New Hope. You do uh, Empire Strikes Back, and then you go to the the second and third prequels. Completely ignore the first prequel. Uh, and then, because basically what you're doing is you're getting the backstory for Darth Vader after Empire Strikes Back, and then right. you finish it off with Return of the, uh, of the Jedi, and that's like the ending, uh, you know, where everyone's happy anyway. That makes um, sense. That, that I can kind of see that, because yeah. it's like... The you, first movie is, is completely avoidable also. I mean, it's like there's no reason to watch it. That, well, yeah. And then, well, not only that, but like if you watch the end of Empire, right, that's when you find out that he's his father, and then, so you're like, oh my god... And then you go back to the prequels, like the and you see you see the backstory for Vader, and it's like, oh my god, like yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, mean, I feel like that's a that's like a the way that like a a television series would do it, you know? Yes, like definitely. It, it would I don't know. Be... Maybe I'll maybe I'll have to try to watch him that way at some point. Anyway, but that being said, we don't have anything on the docket for Star Wars. Uh, we definitely <laughs> well, will. that was it, dude. We just talked about it for five minutes. We definitely will uh, next week. Uh, running up to the uh, no, but we got to talk about premiere. the big news that we just barely missed last week when we recorded because uh, we recorded either the day that this dropped or maybe the day before. Yeah, and that was the Batman vs Superman trailer, the kind of official trailer. We talked a little bit about the teaser that came out, with... right? That little thirty second right. teaser where they're staring at each other. Uh, but the next well, day, they or won't the day they after kind that, of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the day after that, or maybe the same day. Yeah, it was it the same out. day. It was that night. That's right. Yeah. Uh, on Jimmy Kimmel, which we also talked about how everything seems to be dropping on, on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Um, I mean, a pretty good reason to watch, I guess, for nerds. I, I still don't stay up for late night TV, but maybe I should. Uh, but yeah, dude, we got the full trailer. I got to say, reaction to this was pretty mixed. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we can kind of get into it. Uh, yeah. I, I will say that before we even start... Um, DC fans out there, I'm sorry. I'm probably going to shit all over this thing. Uh, but like, hey, I got to be honest, right? Uh, I'm yeah, not, I'm not too feel. excited about it, and there's a lot of things about it that are troubling. Um, but we'll we'll get into them. Um, first of all, I thought, and maybe maybe I'm I'm wrong on this, but the the read that I got after seeing your reaction to this trailer is that you thought it was kind of cool at first, and maybe. Maybe your excitement cooled off as the more you thought about it or watched it. Am I right there or not really? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I thought it was a pretty good trailer. I thought it showed um, kind of the dynamic between Clark and Bruce, right? And I I felt like it did a good job of sort of establishing that there's definitely an uneasiness between them, even right from the get-go. My biggest issue with the trailer, well, two things. One, the insanely cartoony take on Lex Luthor. Oh, that was going to be the first thing I said. It just kills me. Uh, and I, we, I, I and we'll, 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 we'll back around to that point and, and, and talk about that in a second. But the other thing was uh, the last... It's so funny because to me, this trailer was almost the exact opposite of the Civil War trailer in the sense that for me, the Civil War trailer was a build, 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 build. And then the last 10 seconds were amazing. Like... That last ten seconds is so good when Bucky and Cap are fighting Iron Man. It's it's great. Like I couldn't think of a better ending to that trailer. And it makes this you want to. It makes you want to see more. And it also yes. kind of like leaves it open as to like, well, what's going to happen here? Right. With the BVS trailer, they do a couple of things here that I'm just like, why did you do this? They reveal Doomsday. Okay. And I'm not one of those hardcore fanboys that's like, man, where his bones? It doesn't look like Doomsday. It looks like a Lord of the Rings, you know, god. <laughs> it looks like a Ninja Turtle. Or it looks like a Ninja Turtle. Or, I, it's fine. Like, you know, he's a he's a creature thing. Like, what do you want him to look like? He he. I just watched the trailer again. He does have some bones sticking out. Oh, he does. Him. He totally does. So you know, whatever. I don't care about how he looks. I I, I really don't. I just care that we got. That should have been for the movie. You should have. You shouldn't have shown that. Yeah. It's something that should have been revealed in the film. It would have been a huge payoff. People would have lost their shit in the movie theater when that scene happened. And then, not only that, they show Batman. And they do. I like that they kind of put the humor in there with, like, is she with you? I thought she was with you. 
with yeah. the Wonder Woman thing. But but that reveal also should have been saved for the film. And not only that, <clears throat> what this does, this film is called, what is the film, what is the title of the film? Dawn of Batman, Justice. <laughs> Batman vs. Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice. So what you're doing by showing Doomsday and by showing Wonder Woman showing up, and then it's it shows that really cool shot of the three of them kind of preparing for battle, which was a really cool shot. Definitely give Snyder props for that. But what you're showing right there is, oh, okay, all of this animosity animosity between Batman and Superman, it's whatever. Here, here's how it gets resolved in the trailer. You don't even have to see the movie. Yeah, and I mean, I it mean, also kind of gives you, as as a viewer, um, kind of a an idea. Whereas beforehand, I really didn't know how they were going to get into Justice League. Uh, it also gives you an idea of how the, how they're setting this up going forward. So you're not only yeah. kind of spoiling this movie, but you're also kind of giving us a hint as to where Justice League is going. I mean, Doomsday is one of the more powerful DC villains, right? I mean, it, yeah, he's definitely. the one who killed Superman, killed right? Killed Superman, right. Um, it's hard to believe that they would introduce a character like that at the end of a movie like this, or even if it's not at the end, and and somehow kill Doomsday or somehow eliminate him. Um, it seems to me like that might be the, the catalyst for forming the Justice League to begin with. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. the the other thing that I, that I just, again, we, we just watched the trailer uh, before we started recording. They even do this thing where they, there's a line by Lex. Like pretty much all the stuff that I liked about Lex in the other trailer where he's like the red capes are coming, the red capes are coming. And he was kind of like, he had a lot of ominous sort of sinister uh, tone in his voice. All of that got washed away in this trailer. Uh, everything Lex does in this trailer is terrible to me. Um, oh, but me the, one of the most egregious things was that he says something, the, the line is something to the effect of, if man won't kill God, then the devil will have to. Which basically implies, I've been manipulating Batman to fight Superman. He didn't succeed, so now I have to do something. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks for all of that fucking exposition in this trailer. Like, come on, man. I yeah, don't it's... need all that. I don't need all that, and I don't want all that. But let, let's circle back, and Ig, I definitely want yeah. your well, take. Before we get into that, I think just to, just to kind of bounce off what you said, it, it, yeah. it, it kind of almost comes across as kind of desperate, too. Like, all right, you know, we got to kind of throw everything we can at this audience to try to get them to come see this. I, and, but the thing is, people were already pretty jazzed to see it. Like, the general they? public, I, I think, would... Dude, it's Batman versus Superman. It's a movie that people have been wanting for 20, 30 years. I, That's true. I, I mean, you're, you're selling tickets no matter what, just with the title, right? But yeah, still. I, I, I almost wonder if, because of the amazing reaction that Marvel got with Civil War, that DC sort of scrambled and was like, okay, we got we to you know, do this. But, but that, you know... I can't see that they would have made this trailer in that short of a turnaround either. So I really don't know. But let's circle back and go to Lex. Um, I know you had really strong opinions about it. If you want to please provide your take. (laughs) Well, I'm not even... The thing is, I'm not like some kind of Lex purist. I I don't... No, no, no. I I, I don't care. Like, I... I, To me, it's totally fine if you want to do a completely different guy. I don't care about him being bald. I don't care what his age is. Like, I kind of like that they took a chance here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've talked about that before, like how you appreciate when they kind of try to do something different. Yeah, I do. Right. And so I, I was I was ready to give this a chance. And I, I guess I still am. I'm obviously, the movie hasn't come out. I don't want to be a complete dick here. But um, what I've seen is just, uh, I and I to me, unfortunately, I think it's the acting. Like as much as I thought it was kind of cool that they cast Jesse Eisenberg, um, he seems no. he seems really uncomfortable delivering these lines. Like they, they feel so forced. And so, yeah. and like, I, it totally takes me out of the scene. Like, I don't know that, that scene where he's like approaching Batman and Superman and is like super, like he's, he's just playing, he's acting like over everyone else. You know what I mean? Like everyone else yeah, is like, doing this like super serious, really subtle kind of nuance, moody tone. And here comes this mm-hmm. like jokey Cartoon. guy. Cartoon and I mean, I guess, character. you know, you could make the parallel with, with the Joker in like, in, in the Batman movie. Where he was, you know, he was making jokes, but I think, you know, Heath Ledger brought a lot of darkness to that character. Oh, there was, yeah, a lot. Whereas Jesse Eisenberg here is just playing; he's like in a comedy, basically. Like, he's yeah, he's like a he's, so he's like a neon colored character. It's 
and that's like he's in a different yeah. movie it's so and that weird. scene to me just it looks almost like 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 the first take that they took you know where it's like okay <laughs> like warming up basically and like, mm-hmm. like let's try that again next time and like you know actually mm-hmm. actually try it this time <laughs> like i don't know it i was kind of shocked at how how bad that scene came across to me it, it really just didn't work it it was so broad. It it's so funny because um you know when they cast Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor I immediately thought, oh, okay, they're gonna go kind of the the Facebook Yeah. You know, social Zuckerberg. network. Zuckerberg. They're gonna yeah. go very sort of conniving, um, not maybe even necessarily evil, but just very ambitious, like overly ambitious to the point where it causes problems. Yeah. And and I was like, okay, they're going to play it like that. And I was really interested in that idea. Yeah, and there's of, nothing of, more hateable of, than like a, a like billionaire in his like early 20s, right? Like, <laughs> Right. Like there's that guy who raised all the, the pill rate, the pill. <laughs> right. Uh, the, guy, cost, the guy who bought the Wu-Tang Clan album. The Wu-Tang album. Oh yeah. my God, that guy. I'm not. I think I, I'm pretty sure I know that guy's name. I'm not going to say his name. I don't even want that guy getting <laughs> any more pub than he already gets. Um, fucking little head hedge fund bitch. But like you know, like so. I was really excited at the idea of them doing kind of a Zuckerberg type Lex Luthor. Like, cause like if Lex Luthor existed now, that would that would make more sense. Like that type of villain would make sense contemporarily in in what our society looks like now. But. But from the trailer, that's not at all what they did. Yeah, and and I'm well, just, that, I mean I'm that might loss. still be some. I mean that might still kind of be his backstory, I guess. Maybe, but, maybe. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It it just uh, it didn't really work for me. I think it would have been maybe better if he if he just played that a little bit differently. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean there. But yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm gonna be cringing every time he's on on the screen because everything I've seen so far just looks. It feels so forced to me. I feel like I'm just seeing like an actor struggle to say lines and like make them convincing. And he's a good actor. It's yeah. not like it's not like he's not capable of, of, of portraying these lines in in a you know, maybe I wonder if it was the Snyder directing him or I I don't know. I don't know. Um you know, the other thing is Zod is in this movie, by the way. Oh, they show him for a little bit for two for two seconds. Well, I think I think he what what I imagine they're implying is that they recover that L- Luther recovers the body of Zod and turns him into Doomsday. I, I'm like yeah. 98% sure that's what's going to happen. Uh which is fine whatever. Like it's th- I'm not worried about the origin of Doomsday being at comic accurate, but that seems like something that would piss off a lot of comic book nerds though. I'm sure, but at this point, I mean there's there's a bunch of other things to worry about. It's like trying to plug <laughs> holes in a leaking dam or whatever. Uh <laughs> Or what so, if they turn Zod into Doomsday, but like by the end of the movie he's like back to Zod somehow? Oh. Uh, <laughs> how would you feel about that that would be amazing i would cl- i would slow clap <laughs> like <laughs> just, oh man you know <laughs> I, I don't know that's out yeah that's yeah. almost like that's almost like the original deadpool bad <laughs> yeah just oh yeah yeah it's right on that level you know here's the thing i liked doomsday i'm i'm so psyched that he's gonna be in the film that's really cool that should be awesome the Wonder Woman reveal was cool. Like the them three standing because they're like the trinity. They call them the trinity of, of right. DC Comics. That was great. All of that was great. I wanted that for the movie. I didn't need that in the trailer. That's, yeah, yeah. The that's trailer gave away really too much. And the, the the thing is, it's not just Batman or Superman. Like a lot of movies do this. Uh, but yeah. you know, because it's a superhero movie, we tend to compare it to Marvel a lot. And Marvel has actually been really good about their trailers and, and avoiding that um mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know it was disappointing to see that and i feel like they could have done they could have had a a kind of tease to doomsday mm-hmm. being in the movie without actually just sh- straight out showing him right right you didn't need to show him that should have that should have been for the movie that should have been something you just experienced in the you know when you're seeing it well marvel kind of did something similar with with vision right like they you do end up, I believe, seeing some of Vision before the movie came out, but it, they kind of slowly introduced him through the trailers, where you had. I like, think the initially eyes. the first thing you saw his eyes, yeah, yeah, for like a second, like not even a second, like yeah, and then I think maybe he showed up in a trailer or two before the movie came out, um, but 
and I, I feel like DC could have done something like that, where for this trailer, mm-hmm. it could have been a tease, you know? Someone just saying the name Doomsday, or... Yeah, you know, yeah. Or the glowing, I mean... Well, I don't remember if he had glowing eyes in the comics, but... He does, they're, oh, like, okay. red and glowing. But someone could have said, like, um, you know, Batman versus Superman, it's the end of the world, it's, it's Doomsday. Yeah. Just say it like that. Like, or like someone even... just looking up and being like, Doomsday, you know? Like, I don't know. I'm not, that's obviously, that might not be the greatest idea, but just like, no, like, like looking up in fear to him or something. Right, 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 um, right, right. But I don't know. Like, they, they obviously didn't, didn't, didn't go that route. Or maybe they just didn't film a scene like that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's we, pro- we it's yeah. probably the, probably the larger issue. Well, anyway, I am still excited about the film. I, I, there are a lot of things I want to see what they end up doing with it, but it's just, I, I really just feel like they revealed way too much. And that's ultimately my final take on this trailer is that it, it just did too much. You, you, they tried too hard or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how you want to put it, but yeah, I agree. And, you know, we talked about civil war last week and, uh, in comparison, I think civil war was a more effective trailer, by the way, Definitely. a complete aside, which I don't, we weren't actually planning on talking about, but Marvel mm-hmm. is going to be doing a Civil War two in the comics, uh, yeah, which is I, pretty nuts, and I don't know how I feel mm, about that. Well, clearly it's a cash grab. I mean, like yeah. it, it's supposed to release around the time the movie comes out. So obviously, I mean, this is and Marvel is guilty of this. They definitely do this all the time. They they're trying to tie stuff in with the comics to when the movie comes out, just to push sales of shit. Uh, you know, that's annoying. I don't like it from an artistic standpoint. I understand why they do it from a business standpoint. Um, when I heard that that reveal or whatever, that announcement that they're doing the Civil War II, com- by the way, we're talking about a comic book publication. Right. Not a fan. Just not knowing anything about it, not a fan. I heard that they, they got the original team that did the original Civil War. That's great. But, like, that was an organic story that they wanted to tell. This is going to be a fabricated thing that they're trying to tie just because of the name into the movie and i it could be good but it just just feels like a super cash grab to me yeah i want to give it a chance um i think there's a there's potential to tell a fresh story and not just rehash what we had but the thing that bothers me is that it's 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 cap versus tony again like but isn't it isn't it uh sam wilson cap yeah right um which you know is not what's happening in the movie storyline so Mm -hmm. i don't think I don't think the story they're going to tell in the comics is necessarily going to be the same. Uh, no, it's as the one not. In the movies. It's probably going to be drastically different. It's just going to share the same name. But I still kind of wish, you know, if you're going to do another Civil War, maybe you know what? Maybe mm. have different characters butt heads. Here's like, an idea. I don't, I don't know if I need to see Tony again going up against Captain America. Like, right? Here, these guys are ending up like being like you know, villains huge rivals now. Like, yeah. Like, Captain America he, might be Iron Man's like greatest villain at this point. <laughs> right, his most his most formidable foe. Yeah. Here's an idea. I'm sure it's too late, but Fags, see what you can do. We know you listen. How about a civil war, but from a villain's perspective? So you have uh-huh. two villains trying to like take over the world or something, like maybe a Doctor Doom and a Red Skull. Okay. <clears throat> and and their plans clash into one another so they're just like you know what fuck you know fuck you i'm gonna this is my time you know <laughs> that would be hilarious and, and, like and the, so they call yeah and, and they kind of cause all this shit to happen in the marvel universe that's a story i wouldn't mind saying that's yeah. technically a civil war they Do have to go before way. like the evil council and like hash it out and have yeah. like hearings they, get, they got a, a mediator doc ock like mediates <laughs> the the thing you uh red skull you have five minutes yeah. Doom, you will have two minutes for a rebuttal. Yeah. You know? And then maybe they could have like one of the one of the good guys like go in like incognito or undercover as like mm-hmm. one of the bad guys and then like mm-hmm. kind of steer everyone the wrong way. Yeah. Like it'd be like Doctor Strange and he's like as someone else. Yeah, he could be like, pretending to be Dormammu or something. Yeah, like totally. Like yeah. I, I, th- there's a story I would like to see. Like do that. Do that. You could do yeah, that. Yeah, it is interesting because like too. with all the attacks that the villains make on Earth, <laughs> like <laughs> How has it not happened that, like, there's been overlap where, like, you know... Right. Uh, I don't know, name, like, two... Let's see, like, two villains. Uh, like, I don't know, Venom and... Um, like, Rhino? Rhino. Or, like, just yeah. at the same time decide to make, the, like, an attack on New York. Right. I guess that's happened before. But it's, like... I mean, uncoordinated. Yeah. 
Yeah, know. they've done the coordinated thing. Like in Old Man Logan, they do kind of like coordinated attack, which is yeah. what kind of sets everything off. But you're right. Like just through pure happenstance, that should be happening more often, yeah. <laughs> especially if everyone's in New York. Or but, if like a bad guy know, gets to something before another bad guy does, like mm-hmm. of course they would want to fight each other. They're, they're yeah, bad guys after they're the both, same thing. Like, they're, yeah, they're, you're, you're taking my shit. Like you got to stop them. You know? Right. to the other big trailer uh, this week, which literally dropped today. We're recording on a Friday. This morning, uh, they released the first trailer for X-Men Apocalypse. Would you say the trailer was apocalyptic? Uh, no. Uh, it starts <laughs> with... Hate, what? I hate you so much. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. It starts with... Like images of what looks like an apocalypse like you see like it's a true. like a bomb going off and like bunch of stuff exploding yeah so in that in that way it's apocalyptic but it uh, is you're right no dude um i gotta be honest so after watching that trailer i i think the x-men are doomed man. i don't think they're gonna make it out of this one yeah you think they're all gonna die i think this like, might be the end of it yeah all of it they're all gonna be dead honestly that's one yeah. of my problems with this series it's like it, because mm-hmm. it's essentially prequels it's like it takes a little bit away from <laughs> well it's see, like, okay, think, yeah, you're trying to sell me on, like, some other badass villain who's going to destroy everything, but uh, I already know what's going to happen, so it's kind of yeah, hard to... Yeah, that's true, but they do play around with timelines and stuff, so maybe, you know, maybe that this present or this past that they're, they're recreating is going to affect the future in some way. That's true, yeah. You know, kind of like a Doc Brown scenario, like, your future isn't written, you, you make a, make it make of it whatever you want kind of thing yeah and i mean um, they do i feel like this trailer is essentially trying to sell you on apocalypse as a villain and mm-hmm. his powers i think that's basically what it's trying to get across and it does a good job i mean he, yeah you do see that he is probably more powerful than anyone um involved um definitely with the xavier uh when he has cerebral on and he literally says i've never felt such power and his eyes turn black that's a cool that's a really cool little, shot yeah cool I little like shot yeah way to go brand singer like that's very well done um here's the thing about apocalypse you don't get a super good look at him which i think is purposeful one because i'm not sure that fox is that confident that people are going to react well to however apocalypse ends up looking uh but two much unlike DC, they're smart enough to go. You know what? Let's not give them everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's right. not, let's not give the audience everything. At least in terms of the trailer. What I do really love about the trailer is the voiceover, which is done by Apocalypse, makes him sound really, um, you know, sort menacing. of uh, menacing. Yes, he sounds very menacing and intimidating, and very calm. You know, it's always that really kind of calm quality to the tone of voice on a villain that really makes it eerie and and um, a little ultron maybe a little bit of ultron just like a little bit like i know what i'm doing is the right thing to do and that nothing is going to stop me like that sort of supreme confidence um i love the part where i'm a big oscar isaac mark by the way uh really like him so i'm i'm excited to see what he does with that character but yeah it's weird i mean apocalypse in the comics is huge and they cast like a I don't know, like a five seven Guatemalan guy. I don't know. That's a little <laughs> yeah. strange. But... Well, in in the movie, in the trailer though, they do show Apocalypse grow really big for a second. Oh, that was a cool scene. Yeah, where he, I like, love that pushes... shot. Who is he? Who's he pushing down? Did I, you I think see? it's Xavier, but I might be wrong. Um, uh, well, he's he's crushing somebody with his hand. It's... That is a really cool shot. I, I, actually, that was my favorite shot of the, of the trailer. I thought that looked really cool. That shot was really cool. I love the Quicksilver shot uh, where he's running. For yeah. a brief second uh, through uh, the hallway. I really, the other shot, the third, my third favorite shot, and this will be the last one I'll talk about, is uh, when they sort of talk about how, you know, uh, I think it's Xavier who says, oh my God, he can control all of us. And then you see Magneto, like, do the arm thing. And then you just see, like, a lifeless Xavier in his wheelchair <laughs> floating oh, through yeah. the air, getting pulled back. And I was like, oh, that's, I don't know. There was something kind of unsettling about that shot. Yeah. But I really think about effective. What'd you think about Archangel? Uh, I mean, you only see him for a split second. I was okay. Uh, Jubilee. You know what he reminded me of? Um, Mm. Silverhawks. Do you remember Silverhawks? (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm surprised he did remind you of Darkhawk, actually. Uh, no, it doesn't look like Darkhawk. No. He looks like Silverhawk. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I'm just trying to... No, dude. Ma- don't I'm trying to make it happen for you. Okay, I'm sorry. Darkhawk is dark, so, right? It's in the name. Silver... So, yeah, I remember the Silverhawks, though. Yeah, uh... That, yeah, uh, you only seen for a second. I was okay with him. Psylocke looks cool for the split second. You see her. Jubilee looks like Jubilee. Yeah, she really uh, does. She's what are the odds that Jubilee gets killed in this movie? Like, <laughs> is it like a hundred and ten percent that she dies? Like, I think yeah, there's, it, there's no a good way shot. she makes it through the film. There's right? a good shot. Uh, she looked uh, like like she was like out of another movie though, because like usually they yeah. update like people's costumes, yeah. but no, they like yeah. went straight comic book for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah. Uh, a Nightcrawler looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, McPhee looked cool as a Nightcrawler. So, uh, in terms of the costuming, the tone, there were a couple of special effects shots in this trailer uh, that looked kind of weird to me. It was like it was like Storm making a storm, and it was Magneto doing like a Magneto shot. But it almost looked like like a trading card. Mm. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but there was this quick little sequence of action shots where it was just one character. Oh, it was a Four Horsemen. With the four horsemen, right? Showed each of the four horsemen, and they were like doing their power. Yeah, and it, they, <coughs> I was just like, okay, it took me a little bit out of the, out of the trailer because I was like, this looks like a trading card, like those old Marvel trading cards. And the thing um, is, like, I, I I get the sense that they they shot those scenes with a trailer in mind, right? Because they don't like I, I don't know, like they just seem so set up for a trailer, so on the nose, right? Like. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they were you know it's a nitpicky thing, but just uh, and then of course at the end we see the reveal of Xavier, bald Xavier. Yeah, like who's right. getting like I don't know. I thought that was so funny. Like the big reveal is just a, a hairstyle. Well, I mean the funny thing is, is they revealed that sequence at least at Comic Con, right? right? And like apparently, if you remember, the internet was going crazy yeah, with it. No, no, no. I mean, I I get why they did it because people love that shit, but it's just funny to me. Like when you when you see it now, though, when you actually see it, I'm like, okay, yeah, like looks, uh, why are you that popping looks for that? Silly. Like, it's so <laughs> that looks kind of ridiculous. Yeah, All it's right. like what, what do you just maybe maybe people just like seeing guys bald, yeah, like maybe, bald versions oh. of guys. Is this the deep? Is this the deep dark secret of American culture that secretly all people really just want guys to be bald and we're that's, pretending that no, that's not the that's case? just the that's just the thought that I'm trying to plant into every oh everybody's I see mind. yeah good okay slowly well, just plant you know. that seed yep don't don't Water let it. it grow don't let every it grow day like every there. fucking day um right. dude uh but yeah dude I I don't know it looked it looked good I was yeah, into it yeah uh, yeah yeah it's also uh, kind of like. Uh, Civil War makes me want to see more. Makes me want to see where it goes. Doesn't give you too much. Don't really know what's going on. A lot of characters, though. I, you know, and that's that's something that a little Age of Ultrony. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. you're always going to have a lot of characters when you do an X Men movie. So, I guess that's... they're a team. They're yeah. a team. I guess that's understood. um okay. But overall, I would say thumbs up. Uh, we don't have a rating scale for trailers, but so is Magneto, um, I guess, essentially like a secondary villain in this movie. Yeah, I okay. think so. I think that is the route that they're going. Um, uh, okay, so another trailer. This is a big week for trailers. Uh, they got released just like in the last couple of days. Was I know something you were really looking forward to? Something that you've been just on your mind and on your heart. Oh my god, nonstop. The theatrical debut of Sheamus, Oof. the WWE wrestler Bella. Sheamus. Uh, just... World champion Sheamus, right? Yeah, world heavyweight mm-hmm. champion. I'm actually seeing world him this Sunday at uh, Table of oh. Ladders and Chairs nice. in Boston at the uh, nice. TD Garden. So, Bean Town down as he defends TD. his title against Aquaman, he... Roman Reigns. Roman... Oh, Aquaman, right? Oh, so you've got uh, Rocksteady or versus Aquaman. yeah, Aquaman. That's interesting. I wonder if Arrow's going to show up, like you just oh, or Casey shit. Jones, same guy. Like, you... so anyway, this trailer came out. Um, it's a straight up Michael Bay trailer. Uh, lots of action, lots of stupid one-liners. Uh, you you literally get to see Sheamus for like a tenth of a second. Yeah. Um, they do look like the old cartoon characters, though. Like you mean the... Rocksteady and um... Rocksteady and Bebop and Bebop. They do, yeah. Uh, which I'll is give cool. him credit for that. Uh, uh, I, I to be honest. And I don't think you saw the first one. I actually kind of liked the first Ninja Turtles movie. Not that it's good. I I, I want to make that clear. It's not that it's a good movie. It just was way better than I thought it was going to be. 
and it was it was entertaining and like I took my little sister to see it and she loved it. Then you just described like every Michael Bay movie from the last twenty years. It's like but, but see, it was like, better than tra- I thought it was going to be because everyone expects it, it to be bad. That's true, but I th- I thought I'll put it this way: the the first Ninja Turtles film, uh, Michael Bay one, was better than all of the Transformers films. After okay, so after Transformers one, which you loved, by the way, uh, okay, I, I no, boycotted do Michael not Bay. proliferate <laughs> that lie. That is a you told me to go lie. see it. You told me to go I see it. I did tell you to go see it. You said it was good. You said mm, you tried to sell no. me on it. Um, you did. No, it's true though. You did tell me that you thought the first half was good and the second. The half first hour was into, great. Into bagasms, but you were a fan of that movie. Don't even act like you weren't. You bought that movie as soon as it came I out thought, on DVD. I thought. Well, because this is what I thought. This is what I thought about the first Transformers film. I, I did love the first hour. I feel like Spielberg's hands were all over the first hour of that film. Um, and I really enjoyed all of that. I thought that it was a good starting point for that franchise. And what I thought was like, okay, there was a lot of stuff I liked about this movie. Yes, it got kind of stupid and silly and over y towards the end. It really didn't make a lot of sense. But if you build on this for the rest of the sequels, this could end up being a really good thing. What ended up happening was they were like, oh, the last 10 minutes was the best part of the movie? We're going to do that shit for like 10 other movies. <laughs> and they were all terrible. So, it, you know, what I had anticipated, what I was hoping for did not come to pass. Uh, but I do I do stand by my comment that I did like the first half of the first I Transformers hated that movie. Film. I didn't watch any other Transformers movie after that. And I haven't don't watched a Michael me. Bay movie don't, after that. Don't blame um, me. Don't blame he's me. Just, because he's, you know what, he's just like sodomizing my childhood memories and like i don't really want to be part of that um uh like i don't know he's like turned he turned transformers and like ninja turtles into like bad boys 2 or something it's just it, 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 it's okay, so yeah. weird like it definitely yeah <laughs> i don't want to good that. i didn't thought about it that way bad boys 2 ninja turtles 2 do have a lot of kind of similar structural you know things similarities uh but that being said I did like, I just liked the first one a lot more than I thought I would. I've watched it maybe two times, so um, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this in the sense that I hope it's also not as bad as I'm worried that it might be. I know Bianca, uh, my little sister, is going to definitely want to see it. I will take her to see it. It's got Arrow, you know, in it, Stephen Amell. Yep. As Casey, we get to see Casey Jones for the first time. We get to see uh, Bebop and Rocksteady for the first time. Uh, we get to see the Turtle Van. For the first time, and yeah. and it all looks, you know, it, it's a Michael Bay film. I mean, that's that's yeah, the yeah. best description I can give. Of that I'm not going to go see it, but I mean, I hope it's good for your sake and everyone else who goes to see it. Um, I'm, I'm happy for Seamus, who seems like, from everything I've heard, a pretty decent, nice guy. Uh, yeah. Who deserves a shot at something like good this. Good for him. And, good for and him. Even though I'm not the biggest fan of his wrestling, he's a totally good dude who, you know, I'm, I'm happy for. <laughs> By the uh, way, small aside... Uh, Whenever my mom sees Seamus, like, on Raw or whatever, she happens to, to catch him on TV, she goes, I'm not joking, this is no. literally her response, what is wrong with that man? <laughs> so, the thing is, you can go a variety of directions with that. Is it the hair? Is it, like, the weird-ass beard that he's got, like, braided? Is it okay, the fact the, that he's, like, pale as shit? And, like, I think it's pale as shit. Okay. I think it is. he's so pale, it just it disturbs her. Like, she can't look at him. She's like, I can't. I don't want to look at him. And then I think it's also the beard. I think it's the two together. So she's uh, she's going to have trouble. If she watches this weekend, she's going to have on one side the, the the Seamus, who she has a lot of trouble seeing. And then on the other side, a man she has no trouble seeing. No trouble at all. Roman Reigns, who's pretty Roman dreamy, Reigns. actually. He um, is a pretty dreamy guy. Uh, anyway, stop, enough wrestling talk. Uh, I'm not. I don't care about the Ninja Turtles movie. I, I, hope, I hope it's good for your sake, man. I hope you're not sitting there just rolling your eyes and. Just yeah, well, them. I'm gonna take Bianca. She's gonna love it. I'll probably like it a little bit more because she's gonna probably enjoy it so much. But we'll let we'll get there when we get there. Um, that's enough for trailers this week. Uh, I know it was a lot, but there's just a lot of stuff going on in terms of trailer talk. Uh, so where do you where do you want to go next? I we can either go. Do you want to talk comics? You want to talk? Let's do uh, a little comic talk. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's do a little comic talk. Uh, we really should come up with a name for this segment, but we haven't yet. So um, sorry, guys. Okay, Man. you can let me think. Um, uh, well, Snark uh, Industries is already taken, so 
Yeah. Well, that if it's that, make, that would only be for Iron Man comic book talk, though. We well, need that's, something a little but more. But that's the only comic that we're talking about. Well, for now. Okay. Yeah. But we've got other stuff in the pipeline. Um, well, I'll, I'll think of something. Maybe right. maybe next week. And, hey, so, if any listeners out there want to... Definitely. Like, casting Corner is taken, obviously. That's trademarked. But anything else... Right. Uh, casting Corner. ...is open. Uh, so we, we have been keeping up with the Invincible Iron Man series, the new Iron Man series by, uh, Bendis and Marquez. Uh, we just, for whatever reason, have neglected to talk about them on the podcast. We did the first <laughs> issue. We've now read issues two, three, and four, which have come out. By the way, spoilers for issues one through four of Invincible Iron Man. If you haven't read them yet, uh, you know, you might want to skip ahead or whatever if you're listening to the podcast. Um, so... I know you're the huge Iron Man, Mark. I want, I want to, you, you, I would like for you, sir, okay. president and CEO of Snark Industries, I'm ready. to go ahead and, and, and lead us through this on your take for the second, third, and fourth issues. Of well, the thing is, I, I feel like number two and number three, not a lot of important stuff happens. At least I don't remember a lot of important stuff happening. Mm-hmm. It's really the fourth issue that I feel like I'm finally like kind of into this series now. Um, yeah. Not surprisingly, because we get introduced to Mary Jane. Okay. Okay. And just to make it even sweeter, on the cover of the number mm-hmm. of the fourth issue, uh-huh. it's Mary Jane in like yep. you know. What's she uh, doing, man? Okay. Well, I'm gonna describe it to you. Yeah. Uh, okay. First of all, it's called Make Way for Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's got like a Stark Industries, uh, like a uh, what is it called? Like a pass, I guess, or like a I, like I, an ID I, card. I'm like used to calling it a press card. pass, but. Obviously, she's not a journalist. Uh, yeah, like, like an, an ID, ID card, card she, or yeah. you know, with the implication being she works for for, uh, for Stark Industries. She's kind of in her you know business cash attire. Mm-hmm. She's holding in one hand, like got some sweet a, bangs, like sweet, sweet bangs on, sweet sweet bangs, uh, and she's yeah. holding Iron Man's golden mask in one yeah, hand. Yeah, the faceplate. Yeah, yeah, faceplate. Just the faceplate, nothing else. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why it's just the faceplate, but whatever. Um, she looks, you know, she's smiling. She looks pretty happy. And then where there would be like a word bubble, uh-huh. like, there's a bubble. There's yeah. no words. It's just no. a Spider-Man face crossed uh. out. God. Like, oh, my God. I popped so hard for this. What? This is the what? best cover I think I've what? ever seen. Like, it's this almost seems like I drew it. Like, what? I don't yeah. even know how this got published. Like, it looks kind of like, I... kind of sloppy and kind of weird. When, but like, when... I don't know, whatever. It works. Um the weird thing is, she doesn't even, and I guess there's going to be some spoilers here, but whatever. Like nothing huge or major happens in these first four issues. But at the end, uh, you see Mary Jane show up. This, by the way, if you're going to read one of these Iron Man comics, I, re- I would re- really recommend the fourth one because it's really funny. Like I, I don't know, maybe I just read it. I think the first one and the fourth one for yeah, sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there's a lot of great lines in this one, but <laughs> the yeah, end. Do you want to the... share? Do you want to share what one of your favorites was? I know you. <laughs> I think I'm going to mess it up because it's like, yeah, basically it starts off with Iron Man or Tony fighting like all these ninjas on a beach and like with like lightsabers and like they with lightsabers, like lightsabers and there's like moonlight in the background. It's like really yeah. kind of a cool and the, setting. And they're on the beach, right? Or they're they're on the beach, right? And he's yeah. talking to um, Jarvis, but it's not it's not Jarvis. Friday, Friday, uh, Friday, right? Um, and you know he's kind of he's programmed Friday. Uh, to kind of talk like a human and he's kind of programmed Friday to say like witty things kind of like him. So it's, it's clever that they did it that way because yeah. Friday really becomes like a full character and, and it almost yes. becomes like another Tony. Good, <laughs> good, good choice. Marvel uh, editorial on going that route with it. Cause I think that is a, yeah. Yeah. Cause idea. before it was just like a robotic kind Affirmative, of affirmative. You know, yeah. Right. Like, like it's no, there's no personality there, but um, they kind of got around that by having Tony program witty comments. Um, but anyway, I, th- I feel like I'm going to fuck this up, and maybe if you remember better than I and I do, you can save it. But um, essentially, he's like trying to figure out where these ninjas are coming from, and Friday's not really helping out because she can't really figure it out. She's like, "Looks like you're just going to have to fight him. Looks like it's just going to be or like leave or or have yourself a moonlight beach ninja party or something like that." Yeah, moonlight. Yeah, moonlight beach yeah. ninja party. And Tony's like. Moonlight Beach Ninja Party. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it was great. Like, I don't know. It, like, the way they wrote it was really, really funny. Um, yeah. And I was really into that. And then there was another scene where Tony was about to cancel on, like, a bunch of orphans that he was going to go visit. 
And right. Friday's the like, hospital. nope, you can't, you can't miss this. And as soon, like right when he looks like he's about to, she like plays this video of Tony that he had like a hologram himself, right. saying like, do not. I don't care if like Thanos is marrying uh, Pepper Potts or something. Yeah, I don't care if Thanos is marrying Pepper Potts. Right. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of funny parts there's in this a little... issue, but it ends with Mary Jane mm-hmm. at the end uh, opening up a nightclub in Chicago, and this this was another really funny part because she's like, I decided after all this you know years of living in this like just craziness with. Uh, you know, supervillains attacking uh, Manhattan that I should just go somewhere else because they're all concentrated in Manhattan. That's the only place they attack. So right. uh, now I'm here in Chicago and like everyone's like going nuts. They're and cheering. then of course, things blow up in her face again. Uh, you know, yeah, and, 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 and she even does like a... she's had, by the way. Yeah, dude, seriously. And she goes, she even does like a come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is, which is like my trademark. <laughs> Phrase, like uh, right. my my thing, you know, and I I loved that part where she just like her expression. And... <laughs> yeah, it was like right after she announced, you know, like yeah, <laughs> like here we go. Seconds later. It's just like ah, oh, fuck, you know, like um. So here's the thing about that cover, though. Okay, first of all, when you sent me a picture of that cover, I thought you had photoshopped that <laughs> Spider Man with the, the no sign through it. I because I had seen the cover without that right like i had seen that picture and i was like okay this is annoying it's gonna get really obnoxious about this then you sent me that picture and i'm like oh ha ha he photoshopped or he got his brother to photoshop the spider-man no sign on it and i'm like Ugh. and then i went to the comic store and you saw it yeah my my mouth dropped. My eye like the the. Are you saying you didn't tell me this? You thought this, I was actually fucking with you? Yeah, I <laughs> thought that that was like a Photoshop thing. The sigh that came out of my body when I saw the cover, and that was actually the cover. I was like, "Oh mother, fuck!" Like, oh my god, I couldn't believe it. That is so good. <laughs> But so when good. I read the comic, here's the thing. The way they 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 sort of situate that cover with Mary Jane and what her role is in at least this comic book is very misleading cuz she has like virtually no interaction with her. She's in the comic, uh but it's not like they're smoozing her and Tony at this point. Like who knows what's coming. But that's it's true. Not I, we, we really that's... don't know. Um, but you know, obviously, if I were uh, you, I'd be a little worried. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm worried, man. I'm, I'm so worried. Uh, the other thing that these comics issues through two through four touch on, by the way, uh, is uh, we're still following Madame Mask around. Um, she's acquiring objects of very high power. She's all of a sudden changed her power set. She has like these much stronger magical kind of based powers that she's never had before. And the other thing is, and this is my favorite part so far about the kind of the Iron Man thing, is Dr. Doom, Victor Von Doom, rather, I guess. Yeah. Because he doesn't have the armor. He's just kind of chilling in this cool Italian suit, I imagine. He's usually eating, like, chips or snacking on food. He just keeps randomly showing up and, like, bugging the shit out of Tony. And it's funny because, like you said, there's a lot of funny lines in the comic. There's this one part where Tony's, like, asking Friday... You know, can you scan for Doom? Like, do you see him anywhere? And Friday's like, no, there's no trace of Doom. He's not anywhere near us. Don't worry about it. Literally, the next panel is Doom going, hey, Tony, what's up? <laughs> and Tony going, like, what the hell, man? Like, what? What did? And, and so, like, and the thing is, Victor's constantly trying to show Tony that he's like, look, I'm not the same person. I'm not saying I'm necessarily a good person. I'm just not the evil dick that you've always thought I've been or that I always was. And we actually need to help each other here because this is a larger problem. And and so he's just constantly there kind of just like poking at Tony and like, uh, you know, kind of always being one step ahead. I just love that whole dynamic. You know, I'm a huge Doctor Doom fan. Like he's one of my favorite villains. And and this kind of portrayal of him is really great. He's like a little bit Loki, like a little bit Tony. He's a little bit Tony, yeah. 
with his kind of snarkiness and just kind of how he's always showing up. I really like that. I like what they're doing with that so far. Well, that's cool to hear because I, I didn't really grow up as much of a Doom guy, so I don't. And he's always a character that I've never really had a good grasp on because he just seems mm-hmm. to kind of fluctuate a lot. So it's cool yeah. to hear that you that you like their, their take on it. I like the take. I, I'm sure other fans hate it, but I, I like what they're doing with it so far. All right, so anyway, I, pu- I pulled up. <laughs> can I read some of those lines that I was telling you about? Yes. I, they're yeah. really good. Um the one where, you know, they show Tony kind of talking to, or past Tony talking to present Tony, and he goes, mm-hmm. we're not canceling on these sick kids. You already bumped them three times. And he goes, I don't care if Whiplash, Blackout, and Paladin magically fuse into one decent criminal adversary. <laughs> you are not canceling on these kids. And he goes, uh, I don't care if Thanos is marrying Pepper in Times Square and Justin Hammers giving the bride away. And the last one, he goes, I don't care if the Scarlet Witch says no more Tonys. Yeah, which is really funny. Um, which is a which is a nod to the uh, House of M, you know, the yeah. whole Scarlet Witch and the, the, the other thing I liked was after that beach party fight scene, like the cops show up, but like there's one cop who's like <laughs> doesn't know how to deal with the situation. He's right because like, he's never encountered any never, superhero, supervillain stuff. And Tony's before. like, uh, the the cops like, I need you to, I'm gonna need you for the report. And Tony's like, it's already in your email. And the guy's like, well, h- how do I know your email? And then the other cops like, he goes, dude. <laughs> And then this guy goes, "Oh, okay, because he's super, because he's Iron Man." And he's like, yeah, "Yeah, he he can find your he can find your email." And then, yeah. uh, and then the guy goes, "Come on, man, that was my first superhero thing." Uh, yeah, it sounded like a real piece of dialogue that that could happen if these things happened in real life. Like that, that's how the cops would be like, you know, not really sure what to do, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, this stuff is probably funnier when you read it and not expecting it and and not you know actually acted out by me. But anyway, I I thought it was really, you're amazing. By well, the way, thanks, Bravo. Man. thank you. Uh, thank I you. thought it was really well really well written. And I mean, I can't say I was like totally hooked with the first couple of issues, but this one kind of got me into it. Uh, with with the writing style and just with with the style of the, of the comic in general, um, like excited to see what they do with it, and extremely excited to see what they do with Mary Jane. <sighs> yeah, I will say that I've always felt that Brian Michael Bendis's his number one strength as a writer is conversational dialogue, uh, like between characters. So the fact that he found a device and a way to have Tony like kind of constantly talking to Friday. And Friday having this very dynamic personality is perfect for him because it almost always gives him an opportunity to have them kind of banter and whatnot. And that's really a strength for Bendis. So I'm really excited about the comic moving forward. I really want to see what they do with Doom. I am far less excited to see about what they do with Mary Jane, but we'll mm-hmm. get there. Um, oh, by the way, I got a couple yeah. of takes uh, on Facebook here about the Apocalypse trailer. Just really quick. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Christine telling me that uh, she said it looks promising. Not really accurate to any story comic that I've read. Uh, she said the young cast looks really true to the 80s origins, especially Jubilee, which is what we said. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, my friend Drew said that it reminds him of the Bobby. cartoon show, which she absolutely loved. So There you go. Well, who didn't love that cartoon show? That cartoon I mean, show was badass. And it had a sweet see- theme song, too. Yeah, I was, it's so funny you say. I was about to say, you see just any still picture of that cartoon, what pops into your head? That awesome theme song. Like, it immediately... By the way, have you heard the uh, metal version of that song? No. Okay, maybe I'll play that uh, on the cast. Okay. In oh, post. Like, for, like the under music, yeah. So I guess we're moving out of uh, the comic book. How do we, we really need to come up with a thing for this. The the comic book cove or whatever. <laughs> like we're, <laughs> we're coming out of there. I like that. Comic book cove. Yeah, Let's okay, maybe that's it. That's the, that's the title now. Okay. So we're moving out of the comic book cove. But what do I see just down the street on the next one mile down the road? Oh, yeah, what is oh, that? What is that? Oh, my God, look. It looks like we're heading out to Casting Corner. Oh, yes. My favorite. Uh, can't wait. Uh, we're almost there and pulling over right now. Um, uh, all right, dude. Nice. Let's talk about casting news okay. for the week. Uh, looks so, like we got like one kind of big 
piece. I mean, there's not really news, but it's kind of more speculation. Yeah. But um, we've, we've got, yeah, a little bit of speculative and then kind of a little bit of reactionary sort of casting news, I guess. Okay. And we'll, we'll let's, let's start with the, the rumor, though. So as we talked about last week, they actually have a showrunner for Iron Fist. They're definitely moving forward with the Netflix show, which is great because um, Netflix has been just knocking it out of the park with Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Um, we don't have a cast or anything like that at this point. No principal directors or writers as far as I know. However, there are some casting rumors. Uh, for Iron Fist, Danny Rand uh, Iron Fist, who in the show is a white guy. He grows up in a predominantly Asian neighborhood and is picked on and so on and whatever. Uh, so what I asked you off the air was, who do you think you could see as is iron fist and you said you would give it some thought i'm gonna let you come in at the end if you have any ideas oh, okay yeah it could be good. anybody you can okay. go jason Priestley. you can do whoever oh I i'm gonna i'm gonna jason throw Priestley, but yeah <laughs> he might be a little too old at this point but i'm gonna go with with one name uh, that i thought of on my own and then i'm gonna do two that i've kind of seen in sort of the the comic circles that people have been talking about and we'll kind of go over it the guy that I just was like when I when I was thinking about it, the first guy that came to mind, and I hadn't thought about this guy in a long time, is Ryan Phillippe. Yeah. Um, he kind of has that build. He's a little like a more serious Ryan Reynolds kind of guy, and I don't know, like he kind of looks the part. Uh, he's got he's a decent actor. Uh, he's a bigger name. He's a well known name, but not like a really big star at this point. This might be the kind of project that could really kickstart his his career, and uh, you know, like we talked about before, every actor, every agent wants their their clients in a superhero project right now, so uh, could be a perfect opportunity for Ryan Phillippe. The I think that's a good two... choice because also you have to think, you can't just like I don't know, you can't just like name big stars, right? You can't just be like, oh, I think it should be Jake Gyllenhaal because like he's not gonna yeah. fucking do this, right? Um, right. So you got to find someone who's either like kind of under the radar or, you know, maybe is just not as big as he used to be and kind of looking for a way to get back. Um, Ryan Phillippe. Right. Ryan, Ryan so, Phillippe, uh, yeah. I think, is, a, is a, a guy who kind of fits that latter description. I think I think. Yeah. And good. he's got some good acting chops. He's, he right. looks he's, like we like to talk about. He's got the physicality uh, just based on his build and whatnot. Um, could totally could totally work. Um the other two are again. These are guys I don't honestly very know very much about, but I'll kind of briefly go over them because they're kind of the two names that keep coming up over and over when I when I did the search. It's a guy by the name of Christian Howard, okay, uh, who is mostly known from a small fan made film called Street Fighter Legacy, and he played Ken, you know, of Ken and Ryu fame. Um, and I did see that, and he was pretty good in it. Didn't require a lot of like dialogue acting or anything like that, but he. He seemed to pull off the physicality very well. And then they actually made another Street Fighter film, like a full film called Assassin's Fist. I haven't seen it. I have seen a trailer for it. Uh, and again, he pulls off the physicality and he sort of looks the part. I mean, I could imagine him looking the part. I'm not sure what his acting range is. Um, I think it's. I think that Marvel has to be, or Netflix, whoever, needs to be careful about balancing the physicality of the role and like the actor it's kind of funny because the other guy i'm just thinking about now that would have been perfect for this but clearly there's no way he could do it is Stephen amell mm. as arrow like he could totally have pulled off a pretty a really good, good iron point. fist like, actually thing. he would be really good he would be he would be number one like he would be my number one choice but he was already he's already arrow uh the other guy is a guy and i'm gonna totally f up his name but it's elaine or alan mossy uh, now this guy nailed it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I didn't. Uh, he's not even really an actor at this point. He's a stunt guy. Uh, now he's a he's a very experienced stunt guy. He's worked on X Men: Days of Future Past. He's worked on Pacific Rim, um, which had a couple of cool little combat fighting sequences in it. So I'm pretty sure that's what he was doing. And for what it's worth, this guy I saw some pictures of him straight up looks like iron fist like he just looks like danny rand like if you took danny rand as he's traditionally drawn in the comic and somehow made a real person i don't know weird science did 
and the the person that would come out of that booth would be this guy, Moasi. Um, uh, so I have this is a real question here. Mm-hmm. How many people actually know what Iron Fist looks like without the mask? Like in the in like the comic book industry, like in the comic book just universe, people, or do you mean like general, real people? I feel like I feel like most people when they think of Iron Fist, they just picture him with the mask on. I don't think they yeah with the mask and the the ribbon and stuff. Yeah, um, that's a good point. I don't think uh, I don't think a lot of people do associate like his actual face. So you know that's an interesting uh, point to bring up because maybe that's not as important then. Yeah, well, I think you know people have brought up. Iron Fist as a, a chance to kind of cast against the grain. Um, but I've also seen a lot of people saying that casting an, an Asian-American here would actually not be all that great. I mean, even though it right. would be nice to have more Asians more representation. and Asian-Americans, right. uh, it would feel kind of strange to, like... When the you, one, the one kung yeah. fu guy, right? <laughs> kung like, fu guy. like it's not that progressive, really. So uh, hopefully no. they, don't, they don't go that route. But, I mean, they could. They could really go any other route. I mean, they could make him Hispanic. We don't really have that many Hispanic characters. That's true. Uh, in that case, maybe Jay Hernandez? Or... Yeah, how cool would that be? You know who I would love? There's no way that this would work. And also, he's already kind of in the MC. But Michael Pena, just because I want more oh Michael Pena. <laughs> that would be so great. That would be so, so That would great. be great. You um, know who I think would be awesome? Donald Glover. Who? Yes! Glover for Fist! <laughs> Fist and glove. Fist fist and glove. Fist and glove. Uh, what was the other one? Hand and glove? Yeah. Glove and hand? Or hand glove and glove? Glove and hand. Glove and hand. Glover for Han Solo. Glove and hand. It's so God, I love that so much. Glove and hand. Hand and... What did you say? Hand and fist? Hand and glove and then... Or hand and glove. Uh, hand and glove. Glove and fist? Or glove glove, glove on fist? I don't know. Fist, fist glove? Fist glove is pretty great. Fist, so that sounds like fist, that's, yeah. I'm pretty sure if I Google that, that's not gonna be good. No, don't don't do uh, it. Don't do it. Um, yeah, you're right though. Glo- I I want Glover to do everything. So like that's fine. Um, yeah. So that that's oh, okay. So the other thing, really quick for casting corner, uh, and we'll we'll definitely keep up to date on the uh, on the Iron Fist front if uh, anything gets leaked out. Uh, real quick, it's just something I read this week. I thought it was kind of interesting. Frank Miller. They asked him what he thought about uh, Elektra in the in the uh, Daredevil season two Netflix show, and apparently he's seen some footage and whatnot. And basically, his quote, and I want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but his quote is basically, "That's not my Elektra. <laughs> like that's that's not Elektra the way she's supposed to be portrayed." Oh, interesting. And and he he seemed you know kind of codgery old man response, uh, and he was the one who created Elektra, so I give him. You know, I definitely want to give him some slack and some room to feel however he wants to feel about it. That's but again, this is this is one of those times where you gotta like kind of let go for the hardcore fans, for the creators of these characters. Like this is a different medium, okay? Netflix, internet shows, movies, television shows, not the comic books. They're different, and these are opportunities to do different things with the characters and see where it goes. Sometimes it's better, sometimes it's worse. <clears throat> Spider-Man Three. So, you know. <laughs> No, but it's true. Uh, I mean, a, lot of, a lot of comic characters were created, you know, decades ago. Like, yeah, and um, times change. So times change. it makes sense to update this stuff. Uh, I don't, I don't, so, I don't really know like the specifics of what he's talking about. Though, like, I don't understand like what he's. Uh, I mean, I, I read it. Basically, he was just saying that the way she's portrayed is not at the root of her of her character or the core of her character, and okay. uh, which is kind of a vague statement, you know, but. So basically, the creation story for her is just not accurate, is what he's saying. Yeah, and I think maybe kind of the way she would react to things in the the way she will 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 see, but the way she does in the show is not the way he feels that she would react in in her real character and on the comic. Uh, you know, and the thing is, I admire Frank Miller. He's created a lot of fantastic and iconic characters through Sin City, through Daredevil, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, all of that stuff. So I, you know, I admire him as a as a comic legend, uh, but I also like you know you don't have to you don't have to shit on other people's op, you know <laughs> efforts to to bring your characters to life. Yeah, you know, unless it turns out like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and in which case, yeah, man, you have every right in the world to be pissed. Right. Well, I mean, you know, Stephen King hates The Shining, for example, and that's like maybe the greatest horror movie of all time. So yeah, it's just I think weird. I think sometimes people are the creators are just too close to the to the material to really see. Oh, it. Lucas, right? Yeah. So 
it's something that happens, uh, you know, often. But it's okay. Hopefully, Electra is awesome, and I'm sure Daredevil Season 2 is going to be great. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk to before we skedaddle out of the pod this week, sir? <laughs> no, I think that should do it. Uh, that was a good one, though. We had a lot of good stuff to talk about next week. Uh, there was something coming up. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Uh, was there another trailer coming oh. up? Uh, well, you know, there's just a Star little Wars. movie called no, Star It'll Wars. probably be our last be one before out. Star Wars. Maybe we can uh, offer up our last little thoughts on the movie before it, uh, before it goes live. And then yeah. we'll kind of awkwardly record some episodes where you just don't spoil anything for me, but still talk about the, sh- the movie somehow. Oh I'm man! Not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna watch it like opening night. I don't know when I'm gonna see it, but well, I mean, I'm not gonna see it till Friday. So I'm basically getting. And I'm gonna turn my phone off on thir- like at Thursday, after like 7 p.m. Phone's gonna be off. I'm gonna just turn off my computer. Nice. Because well, I mean, I, they're yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna get ruined. So. In the end, this isn't like you know a hardcore uh, comic book property here, so uh, we don't have to go too in depth. But obviously, it is no. the movie event well, of the winter. Of the well, year. And, and it's got. I think they have seven Star Wars comic book outs. Com- sorry, seven yeah, Star no, Wars definitely. comic books out now. So it definitely is a force. It is. <laughs> oh, it's a force. Yeah, nicely okay. done. Um, also, something to tease for next week. A uh, little bit of news on Spidey and Ant Man's roles in Civil War. We'll be talking about that next week. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's a good one. We'll save that for next week. I have some ideas already. But uh, all right, guys. Well, until then, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay super, everyone. All right, later, guys.